0: You could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day and 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy, on now at APCO. <laughs> the horses are on the track. Right around Australia on SEN track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin. And a very good morning. Welcome to the program, No, Alyssa, Smith. Today I'm Mark Braybrook. Thanks very much for your company on this Friday morning. That music can only mean one thing. <laughs> Sam Collett, good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm very well. Very excited. Big weekend of racing. It is now officially spring, so we can really get excited. But even more than that, Sam, I've got to dash as soon as we finish because this afternoon, my daughter, my youngest daughter, is getting married. So I'm a little bit, Ooh. a little bit nervy, um, fulfilling in for Alyssa as well. But also the fact that, uh, yeah. It's uh, it's a momentous day. So there you go.
1: How exciting for yeah, you. Yeah, So oh, yeah. we're going to
0: be talking not about the wedding. <laughs> we're going to be talking racing, as I said, spring carnival. We've got uh, Birdsville as well. We've got a whole thing, a lot of things to be talking about.
1: Yeah, we do. It's um, obviously a, a very iconic race meeting coming up for them. They're having their second um, running of the Cup, I believe, this year, which has yeah. um, obviously never been done before. So I'm sure they'll have a massive turnout there. Um, the week it was for me. I was the winner for about 10 minutes on one horse. I don't have ever had that happen to me in my life. Um, Pentito, Jason Edwards's horse, I was That was the a,
0: last yeah. last Saturday, wasn't it, when yeah. uh, the wrong horse was declared the winner?
1: <laughs> it was heartbreak for me, actually. I think that was worse than uh, being put back on protest. Um felt for all the owners, you know, they had their yeah. 10 minutes of glory and, and that was it. But anyway, these things seem to, you know, act, things happen. It shouldn't yeah. have happened, but... Nonetheless, um, I was excited for a little bit, but
0: so when did you find out? Just for the listeners that aren't aware, the last on Saturday, yep. uh, it was a pretty tight finish, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was. My horse had he'd made a really solid, long, sustained run, and um, my horse, Pentito, and Mob Buster, the eventual winner, we sort of, you know, went head to head. I guess you would say for the last hundred meters, and was a little bit heads up, heads down. And Ryan had sort of said to me, uh, Maloney, who was rowing mob, mob Buster, he said, "Oh, do you think you've got that?" I said, oh, "I couldn't tell because sometimes you've." got a bit of an inkling, right, and I wasn't really sure. So um, the numbers were put up. My number was put up first, so cheering, you know, went and weighed in as you do, um, (coughs) went back into the jockey's room and everyone was going, oh, you know, well done. And then the stewards knocked on the door and said, "Uh, Samantha Collett, can you please come and see us? They said, oh, Jason was already in the room and I could just tell by his face that it wasn't great news. And the stewards like, like, well, we've actually reviewed the photo. And they showed me the photo.
0: And the stewards weren't happy with they thought there was something wrong because mm. that number was in the frame, but that doesn't mean that's the official winner. And so they changed it, even though you'd weighed in, correct weight hadn't yep. been declared, had it?
1: Yeah, I don't think it had. Like no. I wasn't sure. So obviously uh, the, the inside horse was a, a clear nose margin. I think what maybe had made it look like my horse had won, it was he's wearing a very dis- you know distinguishable white bridle. So right. it, um, on first glance that it might have been what it looked like, but... Sadly not.
0: Yeah, well, that, uh, that as you said, doesn't happen too often. And, uh, yeah, it was quite dramatic. Paddy Welsh during the week wasn't happy because I think he was on yours. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Hopefully next time I can repay him. As well. <laughs> now, we'll talk
0: about uh, some of your rides this weekend very shortly. But uh, as we mentioned, Birdsville, that's some place you've got to get to. It is iconic out at Birdsville. But also uh, last week we have had a lot of the Country Cups and, and, and Cairns. The Cairns Cup was held last weekend as well.
1: Yeah, it was. It's Those sort of meetings are... You know, unfortunately, they seem to just clash with the town meetings on a Saturday. But that's, you know, part of me being here. I would absolutely love to get out and uh, and just embrace the atmosphere of, you know, the big crowds that these race meetings draw in.
0: Mm. Now, the successful jockey in Cairns last weekend is one of the favourites here on Sen Track. I know he's a favourite <laughs> of uh, Sammy Highland. Les Babatilli is joining us this morning. Les, good morning. Congratulations. Thanks, guys.
1: Yeah, so, Bubba, obviously, fantastic result for you. But as I uh, recall, you're actually filling in for your better half, um, Alex Pettis, who's down in Melbourne at the moment with the, the Tony Gollan team. Um, what did she have to say to you after year one?
2: Uh, she, uh, there was a message when I got my phone back um, saying, it's okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll put the polish in you, just, you just get the reward. So <laughs> I was I was so thankful that she decided to stay and look after uh, horses in Melbourne and um, put my name forward and they're happy enough to put me on.
0: Les, for those that haven't been to Cairns for the Cairns Cup, of course, um, it's a long way from Brisbane. In fact, uh, Sam, Melbourne's closer to Brisbane than Cairns is. Well, there you
1: go. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah,
0: so tell us what Cairns Cup Day is like, Les. Uh, Cairns Cup Day, it's it's a
2: warm-up for Cairns images, basically. Um, I think there would have been about 4,000, 5,000 people there and then... This is basically a warm up into the Cairns images, but so I think they double that, if not triple that, in uh, next Saturday. So
1: that's uh, pretty impressive. Uh, did you have any other rides on the day?
2: No, I actually just flew up for one ride. Uh, I went up there just for Namazu and stepped off the plane at one thirty and stepped on him at four fifty and stepped on a plane to Melbourne at seven o'clock.
1: It's a jet seating lifestyle. <laughs>
2: Yes, I wish it was all that easy. Sammy, walk in, you know, 87,000, race, step off and, you know, go home.
1: That's what we all dream of, really. Um, have a little chat to us about the, those of us, uh, those that are listening, like where your riding background came from and sort of how you, you know, came to be a jockey.
2: Uh, I didn't really have a choice uh, in that. I was out of a Shetland Pony by a Shetland Pony. Both my <laughs> parents were both, They were both jockeys. Um, Dad originated from Sydney, went to Birdsville, actually. Uh, he was just talking about Birdsville. He, he went to Birdsville for the Birdsville races, I think it was in 89, and sort of uh, fell in love with, with the Outback. And he went he went back uh, to Sydney, and then I think he was in Sydney six months, and then moved to Charleville and never ever left um, in 1990. Um, so mum and dad were both jockeys. Dad still rides, and mum now is a full-time trainer. How old your dad? Um, dad would be, I know,
0: he's born in sixty five. That's yeah. all I know. Well, sixty—that so means fifty seven. Fifty two. Uh, fifty seven. Sorry. Fifty seven. Yes. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> well done, are. Mark.
0: <laughs> Lucky you're a jockey, Les. Uh, was it a natural? Were you naturally, you know, gifted when you got on a horse? Did it take time? What was it like when you first got on a horse?
2: Uh, there's a photo of me two weeks old, freshly out of um, hospital, on the back of a horse with my uncle. So they all say um, I was born on the back of a horse. So basically, from the day I could walk, to, oh, before I can even talk, I was um, brought up and raised around horses. My uncle lived with me, lived with us for um, I think a good six years of our of my life, my early life, and he used to train and break in and um, Muster cattle all of these lives, so um, he, we always had horses in the backyard, whether they were race horses or stock horses. Um, we always had horses around us, so really it was a natural, natural thing to me. I um, I did rodeos, I played polo cross, and then when I was old enough to get my trackwork license, I um applied for that actually nine months earlier than I was meant to, and got an exemption letter, and I was allowed to ride trackwork at the age of fourteen and six months.
1: Wow. That's pretty awesome you talked to me the other day when we went to Dolby about um, you'd spend a little bit of time down in Melbourne um how did you find that compared to being up here
2: uh, Melbourne was absolutely fantastic it um it taught me so much I was down there with Peter Moody for you know between six and six to eight months of what it was um I was down there over the winter into the spring carnival it was just an unbelievable feeling to um to do a spring carnival down there you know getting to ride Getting to do you know course proper gallops on them with good horses with you know with the great Sydney jockeys, the great Melbourne jockeys, and then even international jockeys. Like it was just it was just an unreal experience for me, which set me up for life. Basically, taught me taught me speed of race, taught me you know taught me tempo, taught taught me form. Um, basically, if I didn't go there, I wouldn't be the person I am today.
0: What's a normal week like for you, Les? I mean, you know, it sounds glamorous—hop on a plane, ride to Cairns, <laughs> win the uh, ride the winner of the Cairns Cup to Melbourne. But, you know, Sam just mentioned out at Dolby, and and we know by speaking with you on on the Darling Downlow with uh, Sammy Highland occasionally. Um, there's a lot of K's involved for you. Early mornings, a lot of work every week, isn't there?
2: Yes, it is. Uh, I still work every day. Track work for Robert Heathcote. I um, I'm in there every day, um, helping him out, but. I think I worked out 10 days out of the last 14 I've ridden, um, whether it's been Rocky, Cairns, Dolby, Ipswich, I've been everywhere, basically have saddle wheel travel. And um, like I mentioned, I jumped on a plane after Cairns Cup and I ducked down to Melbourne just to see Alex. It was the first time I've seen her since, she's, since she took the horses down. And I don't know when the next time I'll get a chance to go down there, but every opportunity I, I do get, I will be going down. But, um, yeah, it's not a – sounds like a great lifestyle, but I'm always busy, which is a good thing.
1: Yeah, that certainly um, makes our job one of those interesting ones. and. I don't know, you get to meet so many interesting people along the way too. Um and I'm sure during your many hours spent in the car travelling to certain race meetings, do you reckon there's a different vibe about when you're spending more time riding out in the country to maybe riding metro in town? Um, like I'd say the people you ride for, do you find there's much difference?
2: Yes, there's a huge difference. Um you know, especially in, in, in the metro in in around here. I am um, I find they're very, very, um, serious, very down, um, to be winning. And, you know, if their horse is not running right, you know, they're not happy They're they're trying to work out why their horse is not winning. But I, um, went at the We had two rides and they both went no good. And both trainers were extremely happy that they were, you know, they're going to go home and improve on their horses. And, um, try and get a winner out of them basically
0: yeah it's a different mindset isn't it you know that uh, doing something for a living doing something for the love passion, or passion yeah. and 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 a hobby uh, it's a different mindset but everyone has the same the same dreams of winning a big race but also the same love of horses too so um yeah good on you les thanks for that mate really appreciate it congratulations on the cairns cup win and uh, well no doubt talk again down the track
2: no worries. Thanks, guys. Hopefully, I can win the uh, Cairns Amateurs on Saturday.
0: Oh, good luck good to you, mate. Luck. Good luck. All the very best. And uh, we will take a break here on the Queensland Hoop because we're going to find out about your rides for today and over the weekend and the, the latest in Queensland news, yeah, the racing news here in Queensland. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week right across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collin on SEN Track. Yeah, Mike Braybrook filling in for Alyssa Smith with Sam this morning. We've both got busy days today because I'm off to a wedding and you've got to get to the airport.
1: Yeah, Wyong. It's Lovely a, part of the world. Yes, it's a track I haven't ridden on before. Uh, so hitting down there this morning to go and partner up with uh, Chris Munz's Mayor Boom over again after the back of her solid run uh, at Randwick a couple of weeks back.
0: Mm. Expectations?
1: I expect her to win. Oh, there
0: we go. <laughs> yeah, A high. Expectations yeah. are high. Very high. Yep. Just the one ride?
1: Yeah, at this stage. Yes, okay, just so. one ride. So, I mean, I've had a chat to Chris after her last run, and a lot of the times I'd ridden her, they'd been over the short trip, mm. uh, 1,100 metres max. And I sort of felt though, you know, she's a mare that likes to race on speed. I didn't think that stepping her up and trip was going to be a problem. And, and the race today is 1350, which I think is going to be right up her alley, uh, the shortest straight. She can just hop away, hopefully posse right up on speed. And look, I think the off the back of last start's run, it's really solid. You take the winner out when she's only beaten a head and neck or something from second. So on that form, pretty confident.
0: So when you go to a track that you haven't ridden at before, what what's your process?
1: So I obviously try and watch a few replays from the race meetings previous. I uh, have a chat to my well-educated um, relatives down there, Jason and Alicia. They spend a bit of time riding around at Wyong, so I'll be able to pick their brains. I'll be there, you know, fairly early so I can watch a few of the early races, see how the track's playing, have a good walk of the track. Um, like I said, I'm very fortunate, my mare, she's got very good gate speed, so it does make it easier when you're getting back in the field and then you're trying to, you know, judge your run and where everyone's making their moves. It can make things a little bit trickier for uh, if you're riding on a track you've never really ridden on before. So mm. all that sort of comes together and trying to... Um, sort of fill myself with as much knowledge beforehand and then just ride accordingly.
0: Of course, uh, once that's over, you get back in the car, get back into Sydney, another plane to get back home for another busy weekend.
1: Yes, yes, Doombin Saturday and the Sunshine Coast again on Sunday. So sort of hoping the uh, weather doesn't make the track deteriorate. I see the track's up as a soft already at Doombin and the rail's out a little But I've got a couple of really nice rides there. So um, it all comes down, you know, when the track's playing a bit off, as you know, racing pattern changes. Mm. Um, Some horses that maybe aren't handling the track as well, you sort of got to get out, search for a bit bit better ground. You obviously strike the odd horse that's a bit of a mudlark or appreciates the soft going where you can maybe cut the corner and save some ground.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, for you Saturday and then Sunday, of course. Um, the Sunny Coast,
1: yes, Another Sunny. Meeting. I feel like mm. I should just set up shop at the Sunny Coast. I said spend every Sunday there. Well, not a bad. <laughs> well, it is
0: every Sunday at the Sunny Coast, yeah. and then well, once we come into the warmer weather, they start doing Friday nights as well. So yes, yeah. I would
1: love to say that I enjoy my Friday nights at the Sunny Coast, but when I pack my gear back up at about nine thirty at night and then know I have to drive home and get up at three the next morning, sometimes that's, I shake yeah, my fist yeah. at the Sunny Coast night meetings. Yes, <laughs> not
0: not great. Now uh, a little bit later today, uh, we've got. Birdsville, as we discussed at the, at the top of the show, Doomman and Aquas Park Gold Coast. Now, news out of Aquas Park. Uh, changes have been made to uh, the distances tomorrow due to uh, track redevelopment. Uh, they're constructing a temporary training track, and there's a lot of construction that's going to go on uh, at the Gold Coast in years to come, which will be quite dramatic for the track. But the open handicap was 900, is now 1100. The Class 1 plate was 900 to 1100. The 0 to 58, 1,300, now 1,350. The maiden, eighteen to 1,700. And the uh, maiden that was 900 is now 1,100. So that does have an impact on those horses that, you know, an extra 200 metres is almost like an extra two kilometres for some, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. We had this um, sort of discussion amongst ourselves with the dramatic change in distances at Ipswich, uh, last week when they sort of moved yeah. the...
0: Some of 400 metres changes. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah. I
1: actually turned up to the races and my first ride was late scratch because of the sort of late mail, I guess, my trainer got on um, the change in distance. And it's dramatic, you know, that yeah. going from uh, 1700 back to 1350 is essentially a middle distance trip back to a sprint trip. So um, it does affect, obviously, the trainers and how they're placing these horses. It, the barrier draws affect... You know, these things like mm. we sort of had a chat last week about not being able to use the chutes while they're doing this work um, down at the Gold Coast. And it must be frustrating for, yeah. the, for the trainers, for sure.
0: Absolutely. No question about that. Now, uh, around the state, let us I want to tick off here as to where you have been. Oh, All God. Right? Now, we know you haven't been to Birdsville.
1: No, not All yet.
0: Right? So <laughs> the Birdsville Cup, of course, is on this weekend. Now, I know you've been to Toowoomba.
1: Yes, 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 I've had a few ones at Toowoomba.
0: Yeah, up the range, up the Darren Lockyer Way, yep. up to uh, Toowoomba. I reckon, I'm going to guess you haven't been to Julia Creek.
1: I wouldn't even know where it is.
0: It is about <laughs> as far away from <laughs> Brisbane as you can possibly get in Queensland. It's oh, a fair wow. hike. North. It's a fair hike. Uh, northwest, yep. I think it would be fair. Yeah, Northwest. So Julia Creek, they're racing. Emerald, have you been to Emerald? No, haven't been to Emerald. Okay. Um, Surat, I wouldn't have thought you'd been to. No. Mariba.
1: Geez, some of these, I need to get around more. I
0: know. I actually, right. I've
1: ridden a horse called Mareeba. I think okay. it was named after the that place. That doesn't count. That no, doesn't okay, it doesn't count.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't count. Uh, and Bundaberg.
1: Haven't ridden at Bundaberg Haven't yet.
0: Haven't you? Okay. Paddy Welsh is from Bundaberg. He's the king of Bundaberg. I so like he, the ginger beer though. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Very good. So there you go. So there's some, and I would have, so you've been to Dolby, you've been to Kilcoy, yep. Warwick. I know you've been to Warwick yep. as well.
1: Bow Desert, Gatton. Yep. um Geez. Um, well, I can't and even, even into
0: in. northern New South Wales uh, yes. Have
1: ridden you at Lismore. yes haven't M- 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 Grafton? Uh, not ridden at Liz Wollomba Grafton no haven't ridden Grafton haven't been for the Grafton Cup yet no oh, I was meant to, do to go down but my um, Grafton Cup ride didn't end up heading that way so um, I'm still yet to sort of really branch out um, it's very much a difference for me from having to do you know hours and hours of travelling back home it was nothing to be in the car for two hours each way one day eight hours driving the next day so Um. yeah, my car's definitely probably appreciating the the change in pace.
0: (laughs) And one place you've got to get to, Sam, and I say this to Chris Nelson every week as well, and I know it's got nothing to do with the uh, thoroughbreds, but the Capella Dogs on a Sunday afternoon.
1: Oh, yes. Yes,
0: it's a straight track? Grass track?
1: It's a grass track. It's a
0: grass, what? straight grass track. Capella Bar Dogs, which is out uh, Bayside uh, in Brisbane, is a place, great canteen, and it's just a different atmosphere. It's, it's yeah, it's great. Capella Bar Dogs. Do they make a Dogs. good gin and tonic? I don't know.
1: Well, I'll have I th- to go and I, check
0: it out. I, you'll have to go and check it I bet you'll get there before Chris <laughs> Nelson does, that's for sure. Now, in other news, as we mentioned earlier with uh, Les Bubatilli, the Cairns Amateur uh, Carnival, um, they're partnering with the Far North Queensland Hospital Foundation and they're looking to break their 2021 fundraising record uh, with a winning trifecta of fashion, high tea raffle, a two-day carnival barbecue and a gala ball function. Now, last year they raised $31,500, improving health outcomes for far north Queenslanders and hospitals from Tully to the Torres Strait and west to Croydon. It starts on Thursday, September 8, fundraising raffle for 480 guests uh, attending the Captain Morgan Tropical Fashion High Tea on the waterfront.
1: Doesn't that sound awesome?
0: It does. Have you been to Cairns at all? Yes, love
1: yeah. Cairns. I spent a bit of time in Cairns and then up at Port Douglas, actually, probably one of my...
0: Favourite, I haven't been to Port parks. Douglas. Oh, you're missing out. Yeah, I've been to Cairns. I've been, you've been to Townsville,
1: yes. I went yeah. to Townsville, yes. Yeah, okay, so enjoyed
0: you, it there. You've got around, you've got around <laughs> now. Uh, on Friday and Saturday next week, a barbecue will refuel race goers across both days at Cannon Park. There'll be a live auction at the ANZ Cairns to amateurs' gala ball, and uh, there's sporting memorabilia, tourism packages. And more. So that's the Cairns amateur. And Les tells us there'll be about 15,000 there for that day.
1: Oh, that's massive. Yeah. Awesome.
0: What's, your, what's been your favorite day so far since you've been in Australia, coming from New Zealand? Race day. What, what, what one you've sort of been to and thought, geez, that was a good day. I
1: don't, don't know. Be There's been some. Fit. Demon
0: Carp or Magic Millions. Yeah, or?
1: Magic Millions was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, massive crowd there. Just some of those. I mean, it's so exciting coming into spring with the good racing coming up. Um I mean, I love riding in front of a crowd. I know most jockeys do. It really sort of pumps you up, gives you a bit more of a sense of importance, I guess mm. you'd say. Um but yeah, that Magic Millions Day is obviously they make such a big spectacle with the, the race down the beach and everything, it's fantastic.
0: Now two other little bit of news, two additional races have been added to the Mackay Turf Club meeting on Tuesday, which is September sixth. Uh, The 0-52 handicap, 1,100 metres for $20,000, which is pretty good. And a maiden handicap for four-year-olds and up over 1,100 for $22,000. So that's Mackay's meeting on Tuesday, September 6th. But this week we've got Birdsville. And just um, a reminder, if if you're not aware, the Gold Coast Turf Club, um, they do a pink ribbon sort of day, but also getting involved from now on will be the Greyhound and Harness meetings at Albion Park. So they're going to do a a pink ribbon. It's going to be a pink ribbon race week, Thursday, September 15, uh, for the Greyhounds, then Saturday at the Gold Coast Turf Club, and then Saturday night at Albion Park, all to do with pink ribbons. Enjoy Wyong.
1: Oh, I will. I'm going to
0: go home and get my suit for my daughter's wedding. Oh,
1: yeah, big day Uh, for both of us. It
0: is, it is. And it's been lovely to chat with you. And we'll be back next Friday to do it all again. Can't wait. That's all we have time for for the Queensland Hoops. Thanks very much for your company. Mark Braybrook filling in for Alyssa and Sam Collett. All the best over the weekend. We'll be back next Friday morning. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.